a world full of mundane podcasts. One show rises from the ashes. Critics are calling it outrageous. Podcasts as we know it will never be the same again. Tonight, prepare for an epic journey where every step could be your last. The destination, a place where no maps can show. The mission, to rise above the rest. The danger, unimaginable. The reward, a shit ton of weed and laughs. It's going to blow your mind. This is Two B Bloods. So sit back, turn up the volume, grab your weed, get ready to light those bloods. Episode 36 in studio, we have the Scott. I'm here. And of course, your host, the P to the double E-Z. You might realize as we're missing someone. We're going to get into that. We got a big show planned for you guys today. Frank Knox is going to be here live from lockdown. More on that. We're back even with U.S. cracking down on curfews and quarantines. We are here to bring you the laughs each and every single week. The Scott's here to tell us what's lit and what's the shit with this week's empty arena wrestling shows. I know, not a lot of fans there, but we got a lot to talk about. And of course, we got to talk about the coronavirus sweeping the nation and the world. That's going to be huge. Phone lines are open. 860-384-7110. I can't believe it. Let's bring in Frank Knox. Frank Knox, what up, man? Yo, what up, guys? It's nice to see some familiar faces. <laughs> Frank Knox is here, baby. He is here. I can't believe it. Live from quarantine. Yeah, day three of self-quarantine over here. Wow. I can't believe it. I can't. The audience is probably wondering why you're not here. We're going to have to talk a lot about that. We have so much to cover today. The news has been wild. Everybody's going nuts. The corona's taking over the world. Yep, started last week. It's only getting crazier by the minute now. It's literally every day the cases are getting bigger and bigger. Connecticut just gained like 100 more cases in like 24 to 48 hours. Yep, and hopefully Knox isn't one of them. 
I hope not, or else we're all in trouble. The two of us yeah. are in trouble. Yeah, I'll find out. I have to wait until Monday to get my results. Till then, I can't move. She can't even leave lockdown. No. Quarantined. I can't yeah. believe it. Yeah, I was told I had to stay home under, you know, no circumstances should I leave. No circumstances, bro. I can't believe it. It's terrible. The weed's running low. The food supply is low. Food supplies heavy, but the weed's running low. We're in trouble. We're in trouble. Frank Knox is over there in quarantine. Food's running low. Weed's running low. I don't know. That's that's the worst. I don't know what we're gonna do. Yeah, it's bad, man. It's bad. All over the world, everything's going to shit. And I don't know what's gonna happen from here, but we are here for another week until they lock us all down. And then I don't know what's going to happen. Which sounds like it's going to happen soon, man. Dude, I, I mean, I really hope not. Because if they start locking us all down, what are we going to do? Like, we got a show to run here. We're going to have we're gonna have to stream like now. this, yeah. We might have to just do it 100% just the way we're doing it now. You're right. You're right. If we, if we go on lockdown, you'll probably be getting a, a daily show from the 2B Blunt podcast. I mean, I would say that would be the best way to do it, right? I mean, if we're really going to go into lockdown, we're going to have to literally give people daily updates. I mean, no one knows what's going on in the world. I mean, you can follow the news, but I mean, what better place <coughs> to get your info and your laughs than and, right here? And your coughs, apparently. Oh, God, I know. Right? And the coughs. My whole body feels like I got hit by a truck, bro. Still? Yeah, down to my fingers and my toes. and Everything hurts. I thought for sure you'd be feeling a little better by now. No, unfortunately, uh, I'm pretty much stagnant in my status of achiness and feeling hot and then feeling cold within the same minute. Really? Damn. It's that bad right now. Yeah, and it's worse because, like, as you could imagine, my movements are very few. So not only is my body aching, but my muscles and joints are becoming stiff from lack of motion. Oh my God. So you just, your, your whole body's tightening up because you're stuck in quarantine. Yeah. I've pretty much just gone from the couch to the bed, to the couch, to the bed. Damn, it blows, man. <laughs> the, um, the couch to the bed. Are you, have you gone like stir crazy yet? Are you still like maintaining your sanity? Um, today was pretty bad, but. I was able to uh, use this hour and a half I get to spend with you guys as motivation to uh, fight off the stir craziness. The weekend's coming. I'm guessing it's going to really set in then. Uh, I mean, once the weekend comes, you're going to be wondering what to do with yourself. And, and you know, the, the plus side is, is that everything's closed. So it's not like you're going to be missing out on anything. FOMO shouldn't even be setting in at this point. No, there's no FOMO at this point whatsoever. Man, and this is I where actually we come feel from. feel lucky that I, you know, in a way that I'm kind of stuck at home, away from the craziness out there. Well, you're joining the likes of Dr. Reese, who joined us last week. He's in self quarantine himself for yeah. now. Week three, he's in. He's in three weeks now, right? Three weeks, and you're only on two days. And you're yeah. already going stir crazy. Already going stir crazy. Luckily, I got to leave the house yesterday. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more, I'm sure, later. Oh, absolutely. Mm, I mean, we have a lot to discuss. I mean, people are probably going to wonder, like, 
what's what's it been? I mean, I don't know a lot of people who know anybody who's going through what you've gone through already in the past, you know, couple days that you uh, were possibly uh, fighting a coronavirus. We don't know yet. Yeah, and as people could look back on our Instagram and Facebook, they could uh, they could see that I was a non-believer. Um, I thought this was a hoax that. You know, this was nothing. I made fun of it, made jokes about it. You called it media hype, if I recall correctly. Yeah, I think it was a media-based fear or something that I, I said. Um, but, yeah, now I'm sitting here like Rudy Gobert, and uh, he made a joke of it, I made a joke of it, and it looks like I'm in the same situation. Karma's a bitch. <laughs> I yeah. mean, you said it best. Karma is a bitch. Karma will get you. Karma <sighs> will get you. And now... You have to join us via satellite, you know? I'm it's thankful I can as, do that. Join the Knox Johnson over here. Yeah, it's almost like we're on a empty arena over here. Empty arenas, you know? That's what it feels like. So before we go any further, though, you got to get into my favorite part of the podcast, and that's the lighting of the blood. Bob Thorpe tells you to feel better, Frank. Yeah, thanks, buddy. I can see the comments coming up. Yeah, Jenny Wagner saying this is crazy. You're right. It is crazy. Our own our own co-host, quarantined, mandatory right now. You know, Isaac telling Frank better feel better soon. He thinks he says there are things that need to be a daily to be blunt so Frank doesn't go stir crazy. I agree. <laughs> I have plenty of time on my hands, so you guys want to chop it up even for 10 minutes a day when I'm down. Yeah, I'll help you out because I don't want you watching the third, girl on the third floor over and over again. Oh, God, please no. <laughs> No, I've oh, been no. watching Harry Potter. <laughs> that, I'm glad you'd have to, uh, you know, <laughs> because I've been talking about Harry Potter for so long and you always talking on that too. And now look at you, you know. And I watched all four episodes of Dave last night. Great recommendation. Yeah, you're welcome. I told you I got all the hookups on the TV shows, bro. I got them all. I got I'm them all. Forward. I'm looking forward to the list. So before we go any further, I got to ask you guys, are you ready? We're ready. I yeah. said, are you ready? Ready, PZ? I'm ready. For the two of us in his podcast studio, Frank in quarantine, and everyone watching live on the Facebook live stream. Ooh, let's get ready to smoke it. Tell him, Frank. If you're not down with that, we got two words for you. Smoke, smoke it. it. <laughs> That's right. There might be a quarantine, but the weed's flowing right here. Yes. <laughs> we got it lit. The Facebook's popping. Everyone's telling Frank to hang in. I love it. I love it. Phone lines are open. A six zero. Three eight four seven one one zero. If you want to call in, talk to Frank, ask him about you know quarantine, talk about Corona, talk about whatever. We are live, baby. So right here in this very King Palm, I have loaded one of my favorite strains of all time, Sour Diesel. Sour Diesel. The genetics. Ken Dog ninety one crossed with Super Skunk. Sour Diesel, sometimes called Sour D. Is an invigorating sativa dominant strain named after its pungent diesel like aroma. This fact that fast acting strain delivers energizing, dreamy cerebral effects that have pushed our diesel to its legendary status. 
Stress, pain, and depression fade away and long-lasting relief that makes Sour Diesel a top choice among medical patients and stoners like me. Call you the new Big Daddy Cool over here. That's right. You know what else we got to find out? What Scott's beer of the week is? Tell him, Scott. Beer of the week this week. So this one actually comes from Frank Knox. So shout out to Knox for getting this one for me. Uh, I've been holding on to it. It's called Burrito, and it's from Other Half. It's an Other Half collaboration with Stillwater. It's a 10%er, so it's a big one. It is an Imperial IPA. And uh, check out this can, right? It's called Burrito. It looks like a burrito wrapped up, and apparently I'm supposed to peel. And if I can do this within 30 seconds, let's see. Am Come on, Scott. It's not that much. hard. I'm peeling too much. I'm peeling, like, both labels. <laughs> I got the want wah they have Scott. Can't even peel the burrito. I can't. Oh, here it is. Here it is. There it is. Look, you peel you peel it off, and there's the actual burrito. Check that out. There wow, it, it really is. is a burrito. It's got a smiley face in there, too. Oh, shit. Yeah, look at that little <laughs> hidden gem there. A little yeah. Easter egg. A little nug. <laughs> that is not Corona. That is the blood. That is I promise you right now. I sure hope so. I promise you, this is not Corona. I'm coughing from the fat elf sour diesel that I came and passed. I got to smoke it to the face. It's devastating. I actually have my own beer. I'm, I'm drinking Scott. Oh, that's right. Right here, live on Two People Podcast. From Two Roads, right here in Connecticut. We have Two Roads Presents Too Juicy. I've been into the juicy gimmicks. And right here, we got an 8.2%. Too juicy gimmick. Keeping it juicy. Enjoy immediately, says that's what I'm doing. Yeah, that's that's a good one, man. So if you're looking for a nice juicy beer right here, too juicy is the way to go. I'm telling you. Two Roads, probably the most successful brewery in all of Connecticut, I'd say. I mean, I would agree with you. They're the biggest one without question. And 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 it's just it's nuts. It's nuts. I mean, they've taken over. I feel like everywhere you go, you can't find shit from other breweries, but you can find two roads on the shelves. No problem, you know. So, yeah, they're they've been in the game a while. Mike asked you if I'm coughing like it's my first time. No, I'm not coughing. It's my first time. I got a giant king palm loaded. All right, king palm loaded with a fat ass L of, of sour diesel, baby. Sour and, diesel. And no and one to pass it to. Off. No one to pass it to. I know it's devastating. It's devastating. We got a lot to get into. We got a weekend wrap up. I think we're gonna get into. But first, first. Oh my God! Phone's already going off. We got we got a caller. Got a caller. Let's see what we got here. Two B Blood Podcast. What's your name? Where you calling from? Excuse me. Two B Blood Podcast. What's your name? Where you calling from? This is the infamous Ryan Frost. Oh, the infamous oh, wow. Ryan Frost, right here, live on Two B Blood Podcast. What's up, man? Nothing, man. I just, uh, you know, we're all kind of running around scared of this virus. I mean, I'm not. Everyone else is, but just uh, checking in with you. How are you doing? How are your ribs? I heard that uh, the last time we shared a ring, you, you got beat up, and, uh, and it was a failing on my part. We should have just should have just beat him in like two minutes flat. Shouldn't have let him get any offense in, but <laughs> that redneck was walking around putting his thumb in people's butts. So. I was devastated. I'm glad it wasn't mine. It was all TJ's, but I can tell you that I yeah, am. Well, I'm feeling better. I'm ready to get back, baby. I'm ready for May. I already talked to the Battlefront promoters. They know that I'm ready to go. 
Okay, well, that's so, excellent. The Impact players, a.k.a. the quarantine players, the quarantine players. are going to be ready for a big return. And I can't wait. We're looking looking sharp in photographs, doctored by Don Kincaid. Don Kincaid, man, there's, there's a guy we haven't heard from in a while. Yeah, how's he doing? I don't know. Which Don Kincaid would call in. We got some dirt, you know? Well, he's definitely he's definitely immunocompromised. He weighs like 70 pounds. Oh, God, I know. So I'm sure he's hiding from the virus as well. That's probably for the best, too. I would imagine. I would imagine. What are you guys talking about today? Oh, we're, right now we're about to talk about Frank Knox, who's in quarantine himself. Oh, he's not He's not there in the studio with you. Oh, no, no. Frank Knox, we're about to talk about his big story. Frank Knox got, uh, we're the first official person we know that has taken the coronavirus test. And, uh, and got approved he, uh, he got approved he was no he didn't just get approved he had to go take it like two days ago and now his results don't come in until monday and until then he's stuck in quarantine you're quarantined if you don't even have it yet well they don't know if he's got it the results don't yeah, come until monday so results. right just in chances. case i've been uh displaying the symptoms of the virus and after consulting with my personal oh. primary care doctor he insisted that I go take the test. So I am living proof that, you know, normal people do get tested, not just athletes and celebrities. Wow. Well, um, I'm definitely going to call TMZ to let them know. Because you are a celebrity. You're a podcast host. Oh, Frank Knox is a celebrity. Sounds like somebody is. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, that's just me coughing off the weed. What else is going on, guys? I don't want to take up too much of your airtime. I just want to check in because I actually was able to for once because, you know, us, us famous wrestlers, you know, we can't travel and wrestle all over the world and make millions of dollars at the moment. So I have an opportunity to call. So, uh, since we got you here, I got a question. For there you, you go. Since, since you're a wrestler, what, what do you think about these empty arena shows? Like what's what's your personal opinion on on running a show with with no with no crowd? So I've, I've hit up several promoters saying, I think we should do, you know, get together with guys who know they're not sick and film some matches so that the fans who are losing out on all kinds of, of, of irreplaceable content can have something to watch. Now, do I think you should do WrestleMania or do I think even indie promotion B should have their version of WrestleMania? Do I think somebody who could put 50 butts in the seats should have all of their big storylines resolved at one of these no audience events. I think that was, that's, that's absolutely absurd. Okay. I think if you're steering, if you're steering athletes into a confrontation in order to sell tickets, I think you should wait until people can buy tickets. But I think, I think matches should be contested and recorded so that there's still content. But you, Scott, that is not me, dude. Who's, who's, that's, who's digging? Is, that, is that Knox's phone? Does that, am I communicating that as clearly as I can? Because I'm not, I'm not saying like host WrestleMania in front of no crowds, and I'm not saying cancel Raw. I'm saying That's either. Me. I'm saying have Raw, don't have such important matches that are going to have such huge implications and repercussions. Just continue creating content. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I totally see that. That that totally makes sense. What has been your thoughts on what they've done so far this week with the empty arenas? My personal opinion is that, uh, if it matters, you know, um, I think WWE is kind of missing the mark a little bit. And I think AEW 
poached off of companies like Warriors of Wrestling and PWA by having um, other people who were in the building sit at ringside and participate as audience. See, I think that is absolutely the way to go. I I was I don't really watch AEW a lot, but after seeing the horrible empty arenas that WWE was putting on for SmackDown and Raw and then seeing what AEW did with that, I thought that what they did was brilliant. Yes, it like, was. And, and like I said, it's, you know, Sonny Kiss was sitting in that audience. Sonny Kiss is from World Warriors of Wrestling. Yep. So Sonny Kiss has seen, has seen, you know, an event conducted deliberately with no fans, just the workers around the ring and knows that they succeed. So, who knows? Maybe it was Sonny's idea. Wow, well, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I just know that it looks like they were actually having fun, and it was enjoyable. Yes. Yeah, and they they contradicted exactly what I just said by having two very big uh, slash announcements without an audience in the house. But I mean, at the same time, you know, you're building up a buzz. You're con- continuing interest in your product that people cannot go and see. So that's a good thing, I guess. I, I would have saved. I would have saved Matt Hardy, man. I, you know what I mean? Like, save it for a pop. Like, now forever, that is not going to have a pop. True, very true. And I, I swear, like you can tell me otherwise, but I swear, like uh, as a wrestler, I feel like you kind of guys, you live for the pop, right? Well, it's certainly um, a huge um, contributor to, you know, the the. the the difference between professional wrestling and other sports as uh, as a performance, as a, a crowd interactive um, venue for entertainment. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, a football game played without a crowd would probably feel similar to an NFL player that wrestling without a crowd would feel to a professional wrestler. You know, if, if you get a, you know, 17-yard completion on fourth down to keep the chains going and the crowd is going bananas, you probably feed off that, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely, man. And you know that you have to stop them. They're, if they score, you're in overtime or you're going to lose and that crowd is riled up and that's home and you know you want to leave and you want to go to the bar after and you want to party and you want to be a hero. You know, you're you're going to try a little harder. It's going to be different for sure. Well, we appreciate your opinion, man. Thanks for calling in. Yo, thank you for having me. It's good to talk to you guys, and, and uh, you know, easy. We're gonna we're gonna do some good things up there. We gotta we gotta come up with a plan for May 9th, too. I really can't wait. I'm I hope you got some be, good plans. Well, I'm glad you're gonna be active because we gotta take out two of these hardcore morons. All right. Well, we have a, we have payback if you ask me. All right. I'll talk to you soon, my friend. All and right. Everyone else in there, stay healthy. Have fun. Absolutely. Right, thanks for the call. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Frank Knox about his COVID-19 test experience and more right here on 2B1 <coughs> with Peasy. Uh-huh. We never scared. Uh-huh. We never scared. Let's get it, motherfucker. 
Never scared. Fuck never the corona. Scared. Fuck the corona. Phone lines are open. 860-384-7110. We are here with Frank Knox live in quarantine. What's up, man? Not much, man. Just trying to stay sane, trying to stay healthy. Trying so to let's, eat. let's talk about your uh your experience experiences past week. Now, a couple days ago or maybe even a little more, you started experiencing symptoms, right? Tell us about that. So, yeah, over the, the weekend, I started feeling um, just kind of like run down. Like I started feeling achy and kind of nause- a little nausea. And uh, then when I really got scared, I started feeling a little tightness in my chest. Uh-huh. And uh, so I decided to consult my primary care physician. Um, he asked me, you know, a series of questions. Um, I answered them to the best that I could. And from there, he recommended that I go to get the COVID-19 test. Wow. So he he sent me over a prescription pretty much immediately and recommended that, you know, as soon as I left not to speak to anyone face to face and kind of self isolate till I got the test. Really? Yeah. So to get the test on Tuesday. Uh huh. And I had to drive 35 minutes um, outside of Middletown to go to a drive through location. Uh huh. And when I arrived, it was just uh, one of the most eerie things I ever felt in my life. Um, it was like something you see out of a movie. Everyone in full body suits with masks and oxygen pumping to them. And so I, upon arriving to the facility, I, I had to hand them my ID and my insurance card through the window where someone then you took it and doused it in a hand sanitizer. And then looked at it, doused it back in hand sanitizer, and gave it back to me. Wow. Um, my prescription was sent to me via email. And when I got there, they would not accept the email. And then they kind of started treating me like I was just any jabroni off the street trying to pull on this line and get a test. Wow. So wow. this drive through location, was it, like, outside of, like, a hospital, or, like, where was it? Yeah, it was outside of Waterbury Hospital, the emergency department. Um, there was tons of tents set up. Um, it was like they had a whole little pop-up lab outside. Everything was blocked off. And uh, so I went to get the test, and there was police force was heavy over there. Um, there was about four police officers on site. And because I didn't have the test faxed in, they would not accept my prescription from my phone and basically what? basically told me to like go sit in a parking lot about 50 feet above and then wait for it 
to get faxed in from my doctor. And they kept telling me to calm down. And it was just well, very... I'm sure you were fired up at that point. Yeah, I was fired up because I, I feel like shit and I got to drive 35 minutes thinking I was just going to be in and out. And I have to sit there with my windows up, car running, and kind of just play a waiting game. So I frantically called my doctor. Luckily, I have his cell phone number and he picked up and took care of it right away. So I had to wait probably a total of 15 to 20 minutes until I could get back in line and uh, take the test. 15 to 20 minutes. Now, yeah. you, you, you said this was on Tuesday. Uh, when did you set up going there? Like you had an appointment scheduled? No, it was uh, it's pretty much drive up. So it is just drive up. Okay. But you have to have a prescription faxed to the facility. My doctor was unaware of this. He said he had given five people this prescription via email. Nobody had a problem. I guess I was just the wrong place, the wrong time. They just weren't having my uh, electronic prescription. Damn. So now you're sitting on the side of the road, freaking out. They're telling you to calm down. You got cops coming up to your car. Correct. Stress the hell out, you know. And keep in mind, I uh, to calm the nerves, you know, what any fellow weed smoker does is smoke. So keep in mind, my car smelled pretty strongly of marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but- so you're sitting there on the side of the road with the cops coming up to you and you are smoking. I, I had smoked on route, and uh, I, I mean, at that point, I didn't really give a fuck, you know? You smoked on the way to the test? Yeah, I mean, I, I just didn't give a fuck because I, I was the last person in the world that thought I would have to go get tested because I thought this was just a big hoax. So now the cops come out and tell you to calm down, and you're probably sitting there just like... <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You're just trying to smoke, and they're telling you to fucking chill out, and you're just like, "Fucking bullshit." <laughs> That's a dude. I mean, so what was the actual test like? What did it entail? So, from everything I saw online, they were sticking it way up people's nostrils. But when what? I arrived, it was a uh, throat culture. So they stuck a probably like 18 inch Q-tip down my throat. What? And uh, and then they got the culture, put it in, and then brought it in this hazmat tent. And then every time they did a test, the people changed their gloves, and they also changed their apron that was over their big, like, uh, marshmallow suit is what I like to call them. Okay. And if you guys want to see any of the uh, – there's actually a picture on all social picture media accounts. inches going down your throat. I, no, thank you. <laughs> Speaking of 18 inches, I mean, what's up with this uh, – the black guy with the big dick becoming, you know, famous again? He's all Dude, over the I, internet. I fell for that link like four times, and I'm just upset with myself at this point. He's, he's made a – he's resurfaced during this coronavirus. People are that bored. I can't believe it. I mean, this is like what it's come down to. But now you're stuck in quarantine. You're saying you're not going to get test results till Monday at the earliest? Yeah, I think they have to send them out to California at this point. 
and the results take three to five days to come back. Oh, my God. So, so I was str- strongly urged to stay put. So obviously, so you're stuck at home. Um, what does that mean for work for you? Um, I'm not working. I could work remotely if I needed to. Uh, yeah, so I was asking you about work and then... Um, yeah, so I've been staying at home. No, okay. I'm not working. Um, no, I'm not really worried about that at the moment. I'm more concerned about my health. Um, oh, absolutely. I'm also, and I'm also worried about not affecting those I work with. And, you know, uh, Are everyone... you still getting paid, though? Or do you have to use sick days? Or You know what? I haven't even figured that out yet. Um, not, like I said, I'm not really worried about uh, okay. money or finances right now. I'm just worried about getting my test results back. Hopefully they're negative and then I can get back into a routine. But then when I go back out in the real world, I risk myself for this thing all over again. So who knows what's going to happen. And then the worst part is, Scott, is if he indeed tests positive, <laughs> then we got to go get Then tested. we have to get quarantined and we have to be tested because we were with him last Thursday. Exactly. So it's quite possible that all of us are fucked. And if that's the case, he probably got it for me. Because if you remember, when I went into New York City... Mm-hmm. Last Saturday, I was in a room called the Corona had, Room. You would have had it first. <laughs> I would have had it first. You would have had it first. <laughs> I didn't even want to shake your hand. Yeah, I, I, mean, I was I, worried about you having Corona as soon as I heard about the outbreak in New Rochelle and Queens. Yeah, so I might be the one to blame for all this. So, I mean, if anybody wants to call in and, and talk to Frank Knox and ask him questions about this whole experience and what he's going through and what the test... You know, what it's like to have to take the test and everything and call in 860-347-110. The phone lines are open and he is here with us, you know, to ask. I just want to let everyone know out there there's a lot of uh, fake news that only rich people are getting the test. That's not the case. Well, we got a caller right here. To be blunt podcast. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Darnell, the playmaker. I am Florida. Oh, what's up, Darnell? How you doing? What's going on? I'm trying to get to talk to you guys. You've been part of RCF for a minute, but we never caught staff. Well, that's right. You know, and right now, you know, it's now the world's on edge right now. And we're doing this this whole show here. We got one of our co-hosts on quarantine. We, we got right here. Live. Oh, no, I, yeah, I see it. The prayer's going out to you, Frank, and hope you get Hope you get your results bad, and I hope everything comes back negative. Thank you, man. It's nuts right now. It's nuts right now. What's your opinion on all this, man? Uh, I don't, honestly, I don't have a opinion. Let's, let's, look, let's, look, let's look at the timeline. Started over in China, and you talking about possibly canceling or postponing the Olympics. That should have raised a flag to everybody then, but it didn't. Then we wait all the way to where to go bear got it, and then people wanted to start getting worry. And then they start trickling it down from there. Are you That's taking no any precautions like in your everyday routine? Are you changing anything up to try to prevent yourself from contracting the virus? I am. The thing is, in the line that I work, I'm I'm gonna be in direct path of it. Really? What do you do for work? I work I work for Walgreens. Oh, you work for Walgreens, so you stuck being open. You Just stuck, like Scott. Scott yeah, walks for Walmart. And grocery man store, like you're, yeah. And what's what's been going on yeah, at yeah, Walgreens? Yeah. I'm guessing it's got to be crazy there right now. We went. We don't went two weeks without hand sanitizer. 
we can't keep toilet paper and paper towels on the shelves. We don't have no alcohol. Like, about half of the store, half of the store is empty. So what what has been the craziest thing you've seen happen in your store since it's happened? Have you had any wild stories? Nothing. No, not really. Really? Oh, is this is everybody? Is this like like we like the everybody last stop all of a sudden? And it's like you're already out of everything. Man, I don't know. Up here, it's wild, bro. People are going nuts. Yeah, man. People don't know how to control themselves. Uh, we 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 still got people hanging out at the beach and down here in Florida. Oh, that's right. I seen that big video. Was it Clearwater Beach? Is that what it was? Yeah. Clearwater Beach. Yep. They finally shut down Fort Lauderdale, Miami Beach. Yeah, because they forced the governor's hand. Wow. That's the thing. Now you have this thing. You got a bunch of people in this space and open air and anything can happen. I mean, you're talking like people can get affected by the hundreds out there. So, yeah. So, you need about to force the government's hand. They calling for, they about to start calling for a curfew after a while. Damn, yo. So, Florida's about to be lit, yo. <laughs> Everybody out here partying thinking it's like spring break. When is Florida not lit? <laughs> True that, bro. True that, though. True that. Thanks for calling in, man. We got to move it on. Nice again. All right, man. Call him anytime. Thanks for calling, man. Man, it's, it's, I mean, it's wild. People are calling in. They want to know. You just heard of Florida is letting everybody still go out to the beaches. Meanwhile, Frank Knox in quarantine. The people of Florida, I think they just love to party. Like, there could be sharks in the water and they could see the fins and they don't care. They'll just go in that water. I mean, what? It, it's 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 wild, bro. I mean, it's literally wild out here. It's like the Wild West. I mean, we got to talk more about it later, Scott, because I know you got some crazy Walmart stories we got to got to talk about. <laughs> I sure do, man. You know, I can only imagine what things have been like at Walmart. I mean, I, Walgreens is one thing, but you have Walmart that's a superstore. You know. Yep, in the capital I, city, baby. I've seen the videos in Walmart. It's looking like a war zone out there, man. Well, it is a war zone out there right now. You know, everybody's trying to get all this, like, uh, all the things they need to survive. Because who knows if we're going to get locked down like it's, uh, like, like San Francisco, for example. Yeah, yeah 24-hour curfew. These people had no heads up that this was going to happen. You know, can you imagine being home and all of a sudden being like, as of tonight, you guys have to stay home? I mean... I feel like in this day and age with this thing going on, I feel like if you're if you are quarantined, all you want to do is be unquarantined and be able to get out and leave your house. But for those of us that like are like forced to work, like if you're working at a Walmart like me, all I kind of want is to be quarantined. I listen, I would love <laughs> to be quarantined at this point. Like my That's... job alone, bro, has already sent six people home to self-quarantine because they've experienced flu like symptoms or have been in contact with somebody who has. Shit. That's human nature at its finest, man. We want what we can't not, have. We're still not letting people stay home. Like we, just, we still got to go to work. Amazon shut down uh, an entire warehouse in New York City after uh, one member of their team tested positive earlier today. Man. it's. I mean, oh, I don't know, man. I don't know how much more of this corona stuff. I mean, it's only week two. Yeah, that's the problem. It's literally only it, week two. It's. It, I think it feels like this is going to last forever. I think it will pass through us quickly because if everybody does their part, um, right now though, because we're living it, it 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 
feels like it will last a long time, but I really think it will pass through. Uh, hopefully within the next like two months, we won't even, you know, we'll be like, Hey, remember when, you know? Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear but you. But then the problem is, you know, two years from now, there's going to be COVID 21 and we're going to be living this nightmare all over again. Oh man. I don't even want to think about that, bro. I don't want to think about that. Are you prepared today, Frank, to do sports? Yeah, I have sports. You're going to join us for the news then? Yeah, I could join you guys for the news. Nice. Let's take a quick break. Let's play a parody song. And when we come back, we're going to get into the news. Frank Knox and Peasy right here on the 2B Blood Podcast. Is this a sore throat? Is this just allergies? Caught in the lockdown, no escape from reality. Don't touch your eyes, just hand sanitize quickly. I'm just a poor boy, no job security. Easy spread, even though, wash your hands. To me, to me. Mama just killed a man. Didn't stay inside in bed. I walked by him, now he's dead. Mama. Silhouette of a man. What a douche, what a douche. Didn't even wash his hands. No security is tightening. Very, very frightening me. 
Galileo, Galileo, Master Milo. Mortality. He's just a poor boy facing mortality, sparing his life from this monstrosity. Touch your face, wash your hands, will you wash your hands? Bismillah, no, we will not wash our hands. Bismillah, we will not wash our hands. Bismillah, no, we will not wash our hands. Will not wash your hands. TJ Howell, you're listening to TV's Love Podcast with Jesus. Live from the 2B Blunt Newsroom, bringing you the best in sports and headlines, it's Frank Knox and Peasy right here. It's 2B Blunt. And our first story comes back to a guest that we had a few weeks ago, Alex Jones, who was told to stop selling sham anti-coronavirus toothpaste. That's right. The New York State Attorney General has issued a cease and desist order to Alex Jones, the conservative radio host, alarmed by false claims on his website that his diet, supplements, and toothpaste can be used to fight the coronavirus. Jones, according to the Attorney General, made a series of claims that his product could act as a stopgate against the virus, that a super blue brand of products could, uh, tooth, it's a toothpaste, and it's meant to kill the whole SARS Corona family at point blank range. (laughs) Frank, I guess that's maybe what you needed. (laughs) You know, maybe you just needed some of this uh, special toothpaste. Infowars.com. You know, and you would have been all set to go. I don't think I trust Alex Jones. Well, as the disease spreads online, so, too, is the online misinformation and marketing of fraudulent products that claim to prevent the coronavirus, presenting the government officials with a new frontier in their escalating fight against the outbreak. Jones, who has accumulated much of his wealth from the sale of health enhancement and survivalist merchandise, which you've heard him try to push on our show already. I know, the bastard. You know? And uh, so now, as they say, the coronavirus continues to pose serious risk to public health, and Alex Jones has spewed outright lies and has profited off of New Yorkers' anxieties. I mean, can you believe that? So now in a statement on Friday, John Emmer, the lawyer for the Alex Jones show, he called the allegations false. and said the products were never intended to treat it or any disease near the coronavirus. Even though on the website, it states right on there, it's used as a stopgate. <laughs> Only Alex Jones. This job the guy's always got to cover up for him. And to keep on the coronavirus news, because that's plaguing the world, no pun intended. Saltwater spray infects 46 churchgoers in South Korea. Huh? That's right. A church in South Korea sprayed saltwater inside the mouths of followers out of a false belief that it would help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. They just sprayed it in their mouths. Yes, but by using the same spray bottle without disinfecting the nozzle, it resulted in 46 churchgoers infected, the authorities uh, said. Oh, no. That's right. Video images from the River of Grace Community Church over in South Korea showed a church official sticking a nozzle spray bottle deep into the mouth of one follower after another during a prayer gathering attended by some 100 or so followers on March 1st and March 8th. Those infected included the pastor and his wife, and they said it's been confirmed that they put the nozzle of the spray bottle inside the mouth of a follower who was later confirmed as a patient before they did likewise for other followers as well without disinfecting the sprayer. 
I mean, what kind of dumbass shit is that, bro? Uh, yeah, you that's know? just incredible. Like that, you want to talk about stupid deuce? Like, <laughs> like let me just let me just stick this spray bottle down a hundred people's throats and not expect anything to happen. The Corona of Christ. <laughs> like <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Praise be to Allah, or whatever the fuck on. it is. You know, <laughs> fuck. Fuck, man. I mean, this is the stupid shit. This is why this shit's spreading, because you got idiots all over the place. You know? Idiots all over the place. I don't know. We got to keep it moving, though. One last coronavirus story. A woman has been slammed on social media for allegedly licking the plain toilet seat for a coronavirus challenge on TikTok. Uh, what? That's right. Ava Louise... Twice a Dr. Phil guest and an accused clout chaser on social media has recently gone viral for a bizarre stunt that is getting widely criticized during the global coronavirus pandemic, which is responsible already for more than, you know, 100 deaths in the U.S. a lot. I mean, it's getting nuts out here. In the video, which originally shared to TikTok, the 22-year-old expiring influencer from Miami is seen licking a toilet seat in a plain bathroom. See, well, she says she's from Miami, so she's from Florida. So this kind of explains a lot right now. It's not Florida man, it's Florida woman in this case, but still. I mean, are you just you're just asking for it at this point though? No? I mean, Frank, come on, what's your thoughts on this? Yeah, that's very stupid. I've seen people licking subway poles, uh, toilet seats everywhere. Are they trying to reenact Christmas story? What's going on here? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you go online, you can find this video everywhere. It's gross. We'll post it to the Facebook page because you guys got to see this. I mean, this lady literally just licking the toilet seat, you know? And I mean, in a quick break, Frank, someone wants to know, are you planning on quitting smoking weed during the Chinese virus? And that's quote unquote. <sighs> the China virus. Um, no, uh, I've significantly cut down um, trying to stay away until I get my test results back. Um, taking precautionary measures. Smoke less, not more. Well, that's not more. That's not a something I follow. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Our next story is a doozy. Idiot of the day right here, this lady. Woman discovers bar of soap she's been washing her hands with for days is really a block of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> a woman in the U.S. has become the laughing stock of the Internet after revealing she has spent the past few days mistakenly washing her hands with a block of cheese rather than a bar of soap. All right. Miley from Vancouver, Washington, thought she was doing her bit to stop the spread of coronavirus by thoroughly washing her fans with a, her hands with a bar of soap. Unfortunately, what? instead, she succeeded in spreading some rather than mature-looking cheddar on her hands over the course of several days. Listen, what a Monterey jackass. Oh! <laughs> the Monterey jackass! Wow! I love it, Scott. It's a Monterey jackass. So... And then, so... Sharing her story on Reddit, she explained how the cheese ended up being mistaken for a bar of soap that was let off, left out in the fridge following a drunken late-night snack. So she gets drunk, she goes home, she takes out a block of cheese, starts eating it, and leaves it on the counter. All right? Then, wake up the next morning, she assumed the lump was the remnants of a bar of soap. She was also keen to stretch it. She actually kept a bar of yellow unscented soap nearby for such use, and then evidently got them too mixed up. You know, she said, just realized my soap wasn't working because it's literally a block of cheese. You know, I use liquid soap for the dishes, bar soap. Like this is gentler in my hands after I do chores, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it makes sense. But what? So you've been eating mac and soap the entire week? 
the fuck? <laughs> you know? Oh my god. This like does that mean she keeps herself in the fridge? Like, I don't understand how the hell this happens. I don't get it. I don't get it. Unbelievable. Oh my god. I wonder only... if that's the same lady that was watering the fake plant for all these years. <laughs> might be. We might never know. Our last story comes to us from Oregon, where the police remind residents don't call 911 if you run out of toilet paper. What you think would be common sense turns out to be a large sent message through the uh, Oregon police. And you know, the coronavirus has not been kind to supplies of toilet paper and a hand sanitizer, disinfectants, toilet tissues, all been, have been increasingly hard to find. But they said, please, for goodness sake, please don't panic if you run out. You know, it's hard to believe that we even have to post this. Do not call 911 just because you ran out of toilet paper. The department told residents in a reminder post to Facebook last week, and you will survive without our assistance. <laughs> wow. Like the police are just telling them, don't be an idiot, you know? So now store shelves may not be flush and two-ply right now, but police warn whatever folks may think they cannot assist with this particular need. Instead, they offered some helpful alternatives, you know, gleaned from the annals of human history. You know, improvised instruments such as dry, dried corn cobs and pages torn from old magazines. <laughs> oh, yeah. Seamen used old rope and an anchor line soaked in salt water. Ancient Romans used sea sponge on a stick and soaked that in salt water. You know, they said, we're a coastal town. We have an abundance of salt water available. Seashells were also used. Oh, you know, God. and then, you know, now, of course, with all this going on, bidet makers are just having a media day, you know, because they're now... They're they're really selling out there. They're just you no. Know, they want to splash that water right in your ass, <laughs> you know. And people are living up to it because you can't get TP. Can't get TP, but yeah. for like a couple hundred dollars, you can get a, a bidet attachment for your does, toilet. Does a bidet really take care of it all though? Apparently so. I've never days work one, wonders, so. man. They're, yeah, I've heard it's, it's better that. than toilet paper. It sounds like Knox has experienced a bidet. Yes, I, I have. Wow, breaking news! <laughs> breaking news. Well, that's it from headlines. Let's take it over to what's left of sports with Frank Knox right here on the 2B Blood podcast. When it comes to sports, there's only one man for the job. The best analysis in the game right here from the 2B Blood newsroom. It's Frank Knox. 2B Blunt Universe, it's Frank Knox, live from quarantine, day three. And we're going to start off the new, uh, the sports this week with some NFL free agency. We've been talking, where's Tom Brady going to go? New England, is he going to test the market? Well, guess what, folks? Tom Brady is no longer a New England Patriot, and he's planning to be on his way to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wow, that's huge, man. Wow. And think about this, guys. The GOAT. Tampa Bay already has two elite receivers in Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. This is the most help Tom Brady has had since Randy Moss when he went undefeated all the way to the Super Bowl where the Giants ultimately took him out on a catch that landed on someone's helmet. But this gets a little better because where is the home of the Super Bowl this year, baby? It's in Raymond James Stadium, the home of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, is that a perfect ending to a perfect career? I think so. I mean, I would have to imagine so. I mean, that might be the storybook ending. You know what I got to say, though, real quick, though? Tom Brady, right? 
He said he's no longer a Patriot. He did it on St. Patty's Day when the bars were closed. The first full day the bars were closed. Like, did that just kill every Bostonian on the planet? Yeah, the whole state of Massachusetts <laughs> was on suicide watch. They still. Oh, oh my God. Come on. Come but on. Breaking news that just happened this hour. This hour? This hour. And ladies and gentlemen, I don't see any better place for this man to go than the joint Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. The Los Angeles Rams have released arguably the best running back in the NFL, Todd Gurley, to save some room in the cap. Now, Gurley's a free agent, effective immediately, and can sign with any team of his choosing. And what better place to go than Tampa Bay, where they have no running back, and they need one to lift the load off Brady. Sounds like Tampa Bay is about to be unstoppable right now. Antonio Brown speculated to go back to Tampa Bay. So, I mean, we could start the NFL season with Gurley, Brady, Brown, Evans, Godwin, and Howard all on the same team. So that stadium might not get WrestleMania, but they're about to get the best Tampa Bay Buccaneer football team they've ever had in their existence. No team in the NFL history has played a Super Bowl in their home stadium. And I think, ladies and gentlemen, Tom Brady could change that this year. Wow. Huge, huge. That is huge news. I mean, Tom Brady, a Tampa Bay buck. Yeah, it's looking like all roads lead to Tampa Bay. Now, the NFL free agency has been crazy. DeAndre Hopkins, most consider a top three wide receiver in the league, has been traded from the Houston Texans to the Arizona Cardinals for what people are calling peanuts. The Texans received in return David Johnson, who's been injury-plagued and overpaid for the past two years, and I think a fourth-round pick, and they receive a top three wide receiver to line up across from Larry Fitzgerald, who is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer with a second-year quarterback of Kyler Murray. So look for one of the, the two worst teams in the NFL to potentially be the two best next year in the Arizona Cardinals and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Man, I mean, I, that'd be that'd have some killer matches, I'll tell you that. And the NFC, I mean, the AFC East is now up to grabs now that New England's gone. And guess what? Buffalo's not wasting any time. They paid big, and they got a top-tier wide receiver and Stefan Diggs. So finally, after years in Buffalo, the fans may be going through tables for a reason other than losing. It looks like they could turn their, their whole winning culture around this year. Well, turn their losing culture into a winning culture. Wow. So big moves are on the move. Big moves are happening in the NFL free agency. So – I mean, that's really that's all that's going on sports. I think we're going day ten without the NBA um, sports in general. You could, I mean, March Madness was supposed to be happening right now, fellas, and we got nothing. The only thing literally that we have is NFL free agency and stars such as Kevin Durant and three other Brooklyn Nets have been tested for positive for the coronavirus. Sean Payton has come out today and confirmed he has tested positive for the coronavirus and that's within the last couple hours right yes the head coach of the new orleans saints is now scott you're all right you don't smoke yeah, in your coffin i don't, don't i don't know i think something went down the wrong pipe I also... so yeah man the uh 
when you start seeing these people that are close to you, such as athletes and coaches that you look up to and you watch every night on your TV, start being affected by the coronavirus, and then myself being quarantined, you start seeing things from a different perspective, and everyone needs to be safe out there. And what better things to do when you're home, self-quarantine, than binge watch some TV? So I'm going to end my segment by giving you my top five shows to watch while you're self-quarantined, home alone. Wow, is this really happening right here? We're going to get a Frank Knox top five live from quarantine? Live from quarantine, baby. Let's get it. Frank Knox top five. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, your Frank Knox top five, number five. Yo. Yo. Oh, no. Oh, no. Did we lose him? No. Oh, <laughs> the split screen went away. <laughs> Oh, my friend has wants to call in and stump the Scott. Call in, brother. Call in. You know, oh, yeah, here he is. Yeah. All right, he's back. So you're, you're Frank Knox, top five shows to watch while in quarantine, number five. At number five, everyone needs a laugh, and so do I. So it's Seinfeld. Number four. Since this is the 2B Blunt podcast, we got to put weeds in the mix, baby. Weeds. Number three. Game of Thrones. Number two. It's from HBO, and it's The Wire. And your Frank Knox number one show to watch while in quarantine is... The Sopranos. No brainer. It's going to be my fourth time watching it around, and I'm going to enjoy it like it's my first. Wow. Wow, wow. Frank Knox, top five, making a return. And the Sopranos, Sopranos reign supreme. So that's a show I haven't watched in a long time. I like how he's thinking. It's a good like show it. to re- rewatch, man. Every episode's like the best mafia movie you ever saw in your life. Yeah, man. That's, 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 I mean, I can't disagree with that. I can't disagree. We I, might, we might need a top five uh pandemic movies to watch eventually here i'll do that next week because i've already <laughs> watched a bunch of them yeah i've watched outbreak and uh what was the other one i told uh contagion contagion really that's another good one and we watched that actually i watched that like the night after you did i remember yeah, that i'll fuck your head up and i watched outbreak over the weekend you know and that was another great one I loved Outbreak. I mean, you got Dennis Hoffman. The guy's great. His best performance ever. It might be. Literally his best performance of all time. And I didn't even know. I for, totally forgot. It was like Cuba Gooding Jr.'s come up in that movie. Yeah, I forgot he was even in the movie, bro, until we played that shit. And I was like, oh, fuck. There you he is. Morgan Freeman. I mean, star-studded cast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, it was stacked. It was literally stacked with, like, nothing but the, with the most fire cast, you know? And... Great fucking movie. I think next week we'll have to do a top five, you know, pandemic movies. Without without doubt. Without a doubt. 
Well, let's get into a little no selling with the Scott right here on Two B Blunt Podcast. And now, bringing you the best and worst of pro wrestling today, the smartest mark in the building. He is the Scott. Yes, sir. The Scott's back with another edition of No Selling with the Scott. I'm here to bring it to you. Hopefully you watch some wrestling this week because that's all you can watch. You can't watch sports. You might as well watch some wrestling. So I'm going to tell you what was good and what was bad. So let's get into it. Let's talk about what was lit. And I want to talk about AEW Dynamite last night, okay? Fire. So fire, right? First thing, though, biggest thing is to come out of it. We had two huge debuts on AEW Dynamite. We had uh, the Exalted One. All right. That's right. Who everybody thought we've was going to be Matt Hardy. We've been talking about forever. Okay. And it is none other than formerly known as Luke Harper. It is Brody Lee. So he's back in a big way. And uh, you know what? This is definitely the boost that the Dark Order needs. Um, and then on top of that, at the end of the night, we had another debut. You saw Vanguard 1 make its way to the ring, and you could actually hear Vanguard 1 because there's no crowd making any noise. Right. So Vanguard 1, who if you don't know, that's the little drone thingy, whatever. <laughs> that's all you heard is that thing buzzing around. And you kind of thought for a second, okay, and then there he was. There's Matt Hardy. So Matt Hardy, after being released from WWE, uh, I want to say less than two weeks ago, uh, or maybe a little bit more than two weeks ago, definitely within the last month, uh, and he debuted on AEW Dynamite, so huge. Um, it was definitely a fun atmosphere uh, atmosphere on Dynamite. Yeah, uh, two big-ass debuts for a show with no crowd. Yeah, and, and yeah, talent at ringside. I thought it was hilarious that MJF and Spears were betting on the matches. So it was kind that of like was act- money, dude. Drink a little, drink a little vino on the side. MJF can do no wrong. I, I find him highly entertaining in whatever he fucking does. MJF, for the first time, broke character when he was singing uh, Chris Jericho's theme song with Sammy Guevara. Yeah, like that was great, too, that whole part. Uh, and I think even when uh, Guevara didn't even know the words to the song, you know, he was just kind of ad-libbing, which was kind of hilarious. But anyway, so that's what was lit. Now to the shits, though. Um, WrestleMania this year is going to be in front of no audience. <laughs> Dude, go get Wrestle- me fucking started. Fucking mania. Like, WrestleMania. Like, ladies and gentlemen, the indoor attendance record here is going to be like, Zero. like nothing. <laughs> it's going to be nothing. So the grandest stage of them all is now the strandest stage of them all. Um, Gronk, though, Rob Gronkowski, is going to be uh, your host for WrestleMania, apparently. And WrestleMania is now going to be an unprecedented. And I mean, at this point, they might as well do this. It's going to be two nights. Much like Wrestle Kingdom, except for the crowd part, but we're going to have a two-night WrestleMania. So TakeOver's been canceled. Hall of Fame's been canceled. Um, everything else that we can access, whatever, it's all been canceled. But there's going to be two nights of WrestleMania. So it's going to uh, start at 7 o'clock on Saturday and then another edition 7 o'clock on Sunday. So I guess technically you're going to have two main events. So, like, two matches will be able to say that they were the main event of WrestleMania, at least for the Saturday night and the Sunday night portion. Um but rumors are circulating. Will it only be at the PC? They're talking about multiple locations. Nothing's been confirmed yet. As of right now, WrestleMania will be at the PC. Yes, it does suck. Is it the right thing to do? I guess you, you can't. I mean, the right thing to do, in my opinion, and probably your opinion, and probably Knox's opinion, is to just postpone it. 
Well, Scott, I got somebody on the line who actually is supposed to be going to WrestleMania, and he's got something to say. Oh, let's let's let him in now. Then. Let's let him in. Let him in. What's up, Mike? Where is he, Mike? Oh, he's, oh. he's walking. He's there he is. Stairs. There he is. All right. I see F2. Of course he's gonna... Or is that right. F7? It's not F5? <laughs> it's not an F5? Oh, of course he's not. Of course, you know, he wants to call in. Unmute yourself, bro. This guy's muted. He's muted himself. He wanted to talk about WrestleMania because he's like, Mike, you can hear us? What's up, boys? Yo, oh, you were just is. talking to WrestleMania. Of course, you're supposed to be going to WrestleMania this year. What's your thoughts? Yeah, keyword is supposed to be. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously now you might not want to go anywhere and even leave your house at this point. <laughs> I would still go. You know from the LWD that I was the proponent of keeping it going. You would still go right now if they said, we're going to keep this thing going. Absolutely. <laughs> wow. Wow. And you know what, though? I feel like WWE, like their lawyers would be like, oh, if you go to Tampa right now, you'd be at an assumption of risk would be the lawyer. You probably term. have to sign a waiver to go to <laughs> WrestleMania at this point. They kept it going out in the, you know, at the stadium. We're you know, outside. Scott, would you go? Doesn't mean I have to touch anyone. You're sitting outside. People yeah, but how about the guy that's sitting though. right at that elbow to elbow with Dude, he'd buy a, a, a Mustafa Ali freaking mask over his face, and he'd be all set. Like, <laughs> you spend like $80 on it, but you'd be good. You'd that'd be, be good. That'd be one way to protect yourself, absolutely. <laughs> Get one of them light up Mustafa Ali masks. <laughs> There's only so many times you go to WrestleMania in your life, and once you have it booked, you don't want to cancel it. So now that they're running at the PC, like, what's your thoughts on that? Hello? Is that towards me? Yeah. Yeah, what, yeah Mike, what are your thoughts on the oh, running out on the PC in an empty arena? I don't even want to watch it. That's what I'm saying. I don't even want to watch you, it either. I have no desire well, to put it on. You might as well cancel it versus putting it there. I agree. See, this is what I'm saying. I mean, who wants you like WrestleMania is all about the engagement, the reactions. You got the it's a big production, and you're gonna make it look like a fucking bingo hall indie show. Well, not only that, the best thing about WrestleMania is the fireworks, and I don't see any fireworks going off in the Performance Center. Although they had fireworks on AEW last night. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they did, but I literally have that in my notes, though. Is there going to be pyro at the Performance Center? We'll like, get into I... that, Scott. Your segment's not done, but, you know, we had, a, we had a fellow person who was going to WrestleMania, and I thought, like, I, we need to get the – what do the fans think, you know? Yeah. is Would this been your first WrestleMania? Oh, absolutely. And the problem so is, is oh, it was probably a blessing that it was canceled because the card was trash. Well, I can't disagree with you there. It was pretty bad. There weren't too many pretty... people who want to see Goldberg go down. I mean, I'm a Goldberg lover. And problem is, I don't need him main eventing WrestleMania. All right, I hear you. Would you at least love to see the, the big edge one-on-one, his first one-on-one match back? I mean, there's nothing wrong with Edge, but there's a point where the you don't have to keep bringing back these guys. I mean, this this pay-per-view would have been great probably about 10 years ago, but when half the guys... <laughs> Ruthless Aggression Era would have been perfect for this. 2003, there's no reason for them to be wrestling 15 years later in WrestleMania. Okay, I see it, I see it. I agree with this guy 100%. I've been saying this the whole time, Scott. This is half the reason why I can't even watch wrestling barely these days because all i'm seeing are like instead of building new talent they're just it's it's has-beens it's all people who have been there for literally 10 plus I mean, years goldberg's over the hill he's the fucking champ right all he does is two fucking things bro how are you <laughs> gonna build 
a, a match with so what? Roman and Goldberg are gonna wrestle, and all we're gonna see is Spears Superman punches. What the fuck, bro? I don't want to watch well, that. The shit. problem is, is that no matter who wins that match, the crowd's gonna be pissed. Because if Goldberg wins, people are gonna be pissed that he's still holding the strap, and we all know that no one wants to see Roman win. The problem is that they, you know, there's these guys that travel the road 300 plus days, and all of a sudden they just hand out, you know, main events at the biggest stage in wrestling to guys that are over the hill. It's unfair. Yeah, no, the, the the guys that are main eventing WrestleMania or in the high-profile matches, Undertaker, Goldberg, right? These are the guys that are most subjectal to uh, the coronavirus right now, right? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're right. It's true. It's true. But, uh, you know, it's in the empty arena. But See, my solution time... to the whole thing was you left The Fiend with the title. You have Aleister Black go against The Fiend, and you have Aleister Black go over. There's your WrestleMania moment. He's the future. Mm-hmm. You think Aleister Black's the future? Yeah. Absolutely. Great. I, I think he's great too. And he's got nothing going on for him right now. Nothing. Right? Team, nothing. nothing. Creative's got nothing and for him. You guys know that I've been a big proponent of bringing the real life back. Go have Zelina Gomez, his wife, be his manager. There's his talking piece, and let's go. Listen, I'm all about that. I think that's a great idea. You know, let her do that. Let Charlotte pair up with Andrade and let them fucking roll out, yo. Let them just keep yep. the break the get the kayfabe out and just. Everybody knows they're together. They yep. not, they acknowledge Becky and Scott, but they're keeping all these other relationships like tight-lived. And I don't understand why, because they could be capitalizing on this shit. Becky and Seth. I don't know why I said Becky and Scott. What I, I said, know, Scott. I'm I was looking like, right at Scott, you, God damn it. Scott, got a, Scott got a girlfriend? Whew. Also, before we go any further, Mike said he wants to play Stump to Scott. Oh, he does? Are we going to interrupt my own segment with my own segment? I've waited for it. Are you ready to play Stump to Scott right here on the wow. Tribune podcast? All right, let's go. You got it. How many questions do you think you have for Scott? Oh, I could have as many as you want, but I got one that I'd be impressed. I tell you what, let's see if you can go best of three with Scott. We will, if you stump the Scott, best of three, we will send you an autograph day by 10. Okay. You got to make me think of two off the top of my head. You you told me you had as many as we want. Let's go. all right, all right. Then let's let's uh let's cue the big music and it's been a while. Let's play Stump the Scott. He's the smartest. You don't have any brains. I'm from Hollywood. I have the brains. He's unstoppable. Nobody in the whole world can beat me one-on-one right now. It's the hottest game show around. It's Stump the Scott. And now, your host. Hi, I've hit all kinds of buttons. Hi, everybody. Bud Griffin here with another edition of Stump the Sky. It's been a long time since we played this, but this is the hottest game show in all of podcast history. Bud, it's good to see you. I right here you on Two B Blood. I know, Scott. It's been a while. Are you ready to have your knowledge tested? Oh, I'm ready. All right. So, what we're going to do. Mike, are you ready to play Stump the Scott? I'm ready. I think he's ready. All right, Scott. This is it. It's time to make a name for yourself. We're going to play the hottest game. So right here it is Stump the Scott. Go ahead, Mike. Question number one. Scott, what's Yokozuna's real name? Hold on. 30 seconds on the clock. Your time starts now. All right, good question. The real name ones are always kind of like, you know, just throw it out there. 
Um, I'm pretty sure I got this one. I'm gonna say it right now. I want to say his first name is Rodney, and his last name, even though he always played a Japanese superstar, he's really Samoan or Hawaiian or whatever you want to say. Uh -huh. And he's from the famous Anawahe, if I hopefully said that right, family. So I'm gonna say his real name is Rodney Anawahe. Not what bad. You, say, you got two out of three. I guess two out he of three. Three. I guess he has a like two part last name. Agatupu. I don't even know how you pronounce it. <laughs> That's how it comes up. Okay. I mean, I've always known him as Rodney Ahueha, but well, this is Anawahi, but. Two I'm out of three sounds like a win to me. We're giving you the, the okay. that's, that's going to the Scott. Two um, out of three. Bud, Bud says I got that one. You got another question for this guy? I do. All right. Scott, are you ready for question questions. number two? I'm ready. All right. Let's get ready again to play the hottest game show right here in podcast history. Bud Griffin, the Scott Frank Knox, and our player Mike Prentice right here at Stop the Scott. Mike, question number two. What's Vince McMahon's WrestleMania record? 30 seconds on the clock. Your time starts now. All right, so they had 30 seconds. WrestleMania 17 was his first one. He lost to Shane McMahon. That would make him 0-1. Then he did WrestleMania 19. He lost to Hogan. That would make him 0-2. That's the best part of stuff. And then he lost at WrestleMania 22 to Shawn Michaels. That would make him 0-3. Did he have another WrestleMania match after that? 23, no. 24, no. 25. You guys are laughing at me right now. 20. <laughs> 25, no. 20, 26, he faced Hart, but he lost. So, Hart was definitely his last one. So, 0-4, final answer. You got that one correct. You've been oh, wow! Looks like that's it! We said best out of three, three. and it's it, Scott. You've done two out of three. You are officially in the winning. <laughs> the Scott's still undefeated in WWE Trivia! That's right, we might have WrestleMania, but we have right here the best talent in the world. It's the Scott. <laughs> well, thanks, Mike, for uh, calling in, man. That was fun, man. Thanks for the call. PZ, can I just hit one thing? Can we just yeah, go ahead. hit upon how Raw is unwatchable? Can uh, we just hit that for a quick minute? Yeah, And how go it's ahead. been the same thing for, for Raw's, probably Raw's going to be in my final part, but... Chime right. in now, Scott. Go ahead. All right. So listen. So back to no selling with the Scott. I'm going to skip around here. Well, he's got. He was asking a question. No, he's he's talking about raw, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Because my, my raw segment was literally you tell me because I didn't know whether to put it on lit or the shits because it felt weird. They did a Royal Rumble replay. You had Undertaker. You had no reaction to the gong because there's no crowd. You had Austin with the no crowd with so there's no what chance. You had Asuka on commentary, which was weird because who, why, where, when? You can't understand a goddamn thing she's saying. All right? Like, it was, it, whatever. Uh, the best part about uh, a Raw, I guess, is it felt like a kick in the balls, which is exactly what Austin did to Brian, Byron Saxton right before he gave him the stunner. He just kicked them Both square times. in the balls. He did not get him in the gut. He kicked them right in the nuts. But um, it, it leads me to the question, with the amount of talent they have, uh, I mean, I get them, I guess, replaying everything, but should they tape? Is what I, for the next couple of weeks? Should they tape Ross? Should they tape all their TV? Um, who's gonna leak it? If somebody leaks the results to the dirt sheets, yeah, like 
It's like either A, their cameraman, or B, their stage director, or <laughs> like like somebody's going down if that shit leaks, right? Well, because there's only a few people there at the arena, so I mean, the 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 victim list, or the, the the culprit list is very tiny, <laughs> right? You know? But Scott, think, honestly, Mark? if someone leaks the sheet, wouldn't it just save us three hours? I mean, Raw's I mean, been unwatchable <laughs> for months. Dude, even before I went to No Crowd, it was unwatchable. Let's be honest. It's here. unwatchable. Yeah. I won't be watching it. Let's be honest. I haven't watched Raw in weeks. I tried to I watch it just to Raw see the empty arena, and it was terrible. Nothing like and- going to WrestleMania, and you can't even watch Raw. <laughs> and I will say, SmackDown last week was much of the same thing because that was the first show that kicked off this whole no arena crap. But they did the Elimination Chamber replay, right? Yeah. But the only good thing I felt that came out of SmackDown last week was definitely Triple H on commentary. I thought he was spectacular. Oh my God. That probably was the best <laughs> part. He was actually, looked like he was having himself a good ass time over there. Like he just had a couple a couple stiff ones before he went out there. <laughs> right? You know, that's what it seemed like. Triple H is out there working the camera, working the mic, working the commentary. Laying it down to Michael Cole that's and fucking right. shitting on him. Like it was great. It was great. But overall, uh-uh. Yeah, it was, uh-uh. it was crap. AEW definitely had the better no live crowd show of the week. Oh, I agree with you. I, hope I, I was laughing the whole time. It, the differences between the two, I mean, like, WWE was showcasing those empty seats, whereas AEW kind of like they had more darker lights on it, so you couldn't see the empty seats. But at the same time, they had workers around ringside, like kind of doing their thing or whatever. Yeah. But I don't know. It was, it's been a weird week. It has been a weird week. All right, Mike, thanks for joining in, man. All right, boys. I'll talk Take to you whenever. Easy, dude. Ah, all right, Scott, what else is All right, so what else? So we're going to talk about NXT last night. So, yeah, NXT was just video packages. I don't know if you guys tuned in and watched it. It was just promo packages. But let me tell you, promo packages, this might just be me, but, like, I seem to get more emotionally invested in the storylines with video packages. Um, Yeah, and they used to be so epic, bro. Yeah, well, they they do a great job of, like, you know, portraying the story and everything. And I know they did they did three different stories last night within two hours. They had Rhea Ripley talking about her her basically her experience, her her rise to getting to the match at WrestleMania against Charlotte. Right. Um, which was all right. And you know, it was I mean it was a great package. And then you had um Finn Balor and his whole career and he, he said some things in there like that he owes his career to um uh, Brock Lesnar for rejuvenating him. Yep. Um, but the real story in there was really cool to see was the Gargano Champa rivalry. Um, they went. I think it took up the whole first hour of NXT, and um, they they showed all the footage and everything from their entire career. And I I I felt more invo- emotionally invested into it uh, than I was previously. Um, the guys that produce these things that go through these WWE video packages. Um, they're top notch, so like I, I I commend them for that. And uh, dude, but I, the I, old school ones are the best. The ones that the old opera music dun 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 dun
meal packages right here. You got six fire, bro. Yeah. I got to go back and find all the good ones, too, because I'm telling you right now, we'll play them right on the air. Right? So, yeah, I, I love WWE video packages. Um, but definitely one thing that's on the shits this week is out the Marriott Hotel. All right? Have you heard about WrestleCon? Oh, Obviously, yeah. WrestleCon got canceled. And the Marriott still wanted to charge them 114 grand for all the rooms they reserved. Right. Okay? Because of a cancellation and refund policy, okay? But thanks. I will say, though, sh- uh, shitting on Marriott for that. Finally, I guess they came to their senses. And uh, thanks to fan support, wrestler support, including actually Chris Jericho, who tweeted out, actually included Donald Trump in the tweet. Um, wow. They've gone back on pursuing the alleged money owned. So, um I'm glad it's resolved, but I was like, damn, this fucking sucks for WrestleCon for uh, them to have to give up all that money. But I would, I do want to end it with one thing that's lit, and that's um, don't know when the Hall of Fame is going to happen, but Jushin Liger is going into the Hall of Fame. A guy that's only had one WWE match, and it was but an he NXT. is such a legend in NXT against Tyler Breeze <laughs> no, yeah, at the first go. Brooklyn TakeOver. Stop the peasy. But... Uh, Jushin Liger, he is going in WWE Hall of Fame. He's had a hell of a year. He retired earlier this year at Wrestle Kingdom. Um, had a huge send-off there. And now he's going to go to WWE Hall of Fame. But who knows when it's going to happen. And rumors, it might happen at SummerSlam, which would be cool because I already have my fucking SummerSlam tickets. So you bet I'm going to go to see Jushin Liger go in the Hall of Fame. Of course you would. Um, but anyway, that's been No Selling with the Scott. But tune in next week because we're going to see... Because, guys, within the next week, the Season 2 debut of Dark Side of the Ring is going to debut with a special two-hour episode of the Chris Benoit murders. Really? And is it going to end up on the the, the lit or the shits? We'll see next week. And then we also, uh, apparently on Nickelodeon this weekend. Nickelodeon? Yeah, all that. The the show, all that. Remember all that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course we do. Love all that, right? The New Day is going to be on all that. You think I saw a picture of that? So we'll see... How that turns out, uh, I'll give you the results next week. We'll see what list it lands on. Okay. Can't wait. Wow. That's it, huh? Yeah. No solo with the Scott. Can't wait, baby. Can't wait, baby. There's no empty arenas here. Scott wants to know if you're going to the Hall of Fame. Obviously, you said that you were going to go if you were going to SummerSlam. So to answer your question, Mike, if it moves to SummerSlam, he'll be there. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes. Joe. It would have to be on Thursday night, I guess, again. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, it would. I mean, what else are they going to do? I, I, I bought the four-pack tickets. I have TakeOver on Saturday. Uh, Well, SmackDown on Friday, TakeOver on Saturday, SummerSlam on Sunday, and Raw on Monday. Well, shit. Sick, dude. Sick. Let's fucking take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to get into Blunt Talk right here on 2B Blunt Podcast. Corona, yeah, yeah. Corona, y'all, yeah, y'all. Yeah. Corona, y'all, yeah, y'all. Yeah. Corona, y'all, yeah, y'all. Yeah. When I step up in the plane, I step up wearing a mask. Wuhan, got you all to check. I got the lights all spraying, ain't got to ask. Wuhan, got you all to check. And you know it come through to wreck that COVID test. Wuhan, got you all to check. Throw your hands up in the air if your TP stressed. Wuhan, got you all to check. My name is Brian Tillman Jr. I am one third of the New Heart Foundation on Major Regression. You are listening to Peasy on the TV Brunt Podcast.
That's right, baby. 731, we are in overtime. Sudden overtime, death. <laughs> Since we are live on Facebook only this week, we have no time limit. The show's been great. We're kicking it off, and we're not going to finish yet. We're going to get real blunt here on a 2B Blunt podcast. That's right. Easy. I think it's yeah. time for you to respark that blunt, don't you think? Ah, shit, bro. Now that you say that, I was so, you know, forgot I even did. I was so high. I was smoking this thing to my face. We can't even get into it. I got to fucking light the, light the blood, the, 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 the light the... Light the light, the light. Easy's light. lighting the blunt. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. Smoke it! <laughs> ah, 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 that's right. We're back, baby. <laughs> it's the Marorona. The Marorona cause. Oh, man. Ah, back. Man, the blood is back. The blood is back. We're out here living with Corona in the air. We'll find out Monday if we're all infected. If Frank's infected, we're all infected. It's all. It's over. I know. It's all Sounds over. like I'm next ruined. week. You're, next week, you've already thought of a great idea for a new Corona song. You know, maybe a spin on the Phil Collins. I could feel it in the air tonight. Oh God! That's right. <laughs> oh no! I can feel Corona in the air tonight. Oh no! Oh, oh no! Be sick, bro. I'm ready for the drum solo. <laughs> Yo, that'd be the shit. That's the only drums I got. All the drums I got. We're living in dark times. Dark times. Frank Knox in quarantine. If you missed the beginning of the show, Frank Knox. Been tested for COVID nineteen until he gets his results back next week. He is on mandatory lockdown. Yep, not to so leave we have the Frank house. Knox live. That's right. Can't even leave the house. I, don't know. I wish you were next to me right now. I wish I could share my beer with you. Do you, Scott? No, you sure no, about you that? No, you, you don't. sure about that, Scott? You think that's a real fucking good idea? I, mean, I poured it in his own cup. It's <laughs> something like a conspiracy right here. Scott's over here trying to fucking get the virus on purpose. Well, he did say earlier in, the, earlier in the show he wishes he was in quarantine. Yeah, I feel like I'm stuck at work regardless. Scott, speaking of, you work at Walmart. That's right. You work at Walmart. And yeah. I gotta know. It's, a, it's, a, it's American staple hold. With everything going on. shut down. Panic shoppers out in full force. Buying everything off the shelves in bulk like they're going to fucking Costco, Sam's Club, BJ's. <coughs> We love BJ's around here. Ugh, not for that reason, though. <laughs> Did you just say you love BJ's? You damn right. You love. You love. Oh, never mind. Who doesn't right. love a good BJ? Everyone lo- loves a good top. Hey, a little top off. You know? A little top off. <laughs> That's right, Scott. What, what's been going on at Walmart? I mean, you got to have some really fucking wild stories for our listeners. Yeah. Like, and and after Scott, you finish this. Like, if you guys listening or watching have wild shopping stories that, uh, that you've experienced in the past week or two trying to get the stuff you need, please call in 860-384-7110. I want to know 
what is the craziest shopping store you've experienced in the past two weeks? I mean, people fighting, uh, people are going nuts. Uh, these guys are bringing out totes of shit and like crowds of people surround it and going nuts, trying to take everything. I'm like, Scott, what has life been like at Walmart? I, listen, if you want to call it, I, I kind of want to hear about it. But it starts last week, last Wednesday, after the president uh, said about the travel ban and everything. And that's when I knew this shit took it to another level. And I literally, like, we would sell it on toilet paper immediately, and I'll never forget, and I don't know if I said it on last week's show or not, but I'm going to repeat it if I did. Uh, there was a guy who came into our store, and he looked, and he said, there's no toilet paper? And I said, sorry, sir. I was like, yeah, we're all out. We're sold out of toilet paper. And he just really loud, he goes, what? I can't wipe my ass? No. <laughs> I swear to God. No. Out loud in the I store am, for everyone not, to hear. Yeah, and, and me and the other manager in his vicinity looked at each other, and we just kind of, like, laughed. We chuckled. I was like, he really just said that? And, uh, yeah, true story. And then I joked. I literally joked, but I was kind of half true. I was like, yo, I was like, if we're, like, sold out of toilet paper like this, I was like, tomorrow, they're going to start stealing it from our bath, Walmarts. Okay. And uh, our market manager, he's like, team he's like i need you to limit one toilet paper to the bathroom stalls because the hartford store just had toilet paper stolen from the bathroom no so i joked about it the night before within 24 hours it actually happened you are stealing toilet, toilet paper. paper out of your bathrooms and uh, i'll tell you just yesterday possibly infected toilet paper just yeah right does that even seem like a smart idea like frank if you knew the virus was all out everywhere would you want to take a public restrooms toilet paper roll no, I would not. I would take a shit, then I would take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shit a shower. And if I couldn't shower, I would just use those ads that Stop and Shop sends every other day and use that to wipe my ass. Wow. Man. There you go. So let me tell you, though, just yesterday, I had a decent amount of toilet paper come in, like we received, and a decent amount of sanitizer that we received. So let me tell you, like, it comes out, I make sure I'm there and at least, like, one other manager. And, like, we make sure that, like, it, I, I display it so people can see it, okay? But then I make sure they know, hey, it's only one per person, one per person, one right. per person. And then people are arguing, like, oh, can I get more? Can I get more? And I'm like, no. I was like, they're like, oh, can my mom that's over there get? I was like, so if she comes over here. limiting supplies. I was like, I'll give it. We have to. Like, you have to in this a pandemic right now. Um, but what, what the funniest thing is, is I had a guy last night, right? He's like, you do have any more of these? And he pulls it up on his phone. And I'm thinking, what's this guy got? This guy? Oh God. Is it, is it sanitizer? Is it toilet paper? <laughs> it's one or the other, right? Is it, it's got, it's gotta be something, right? It's got, it's gotta be something that's a necessity. And he like, I am not making this up. I swear to God, I'm not making this up for this podcast or anything. And he goes, <laughs> Do you have any more Jim the Anvil Nightheart action figures? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I swear to God. Jim the Anvil Nightheart. He showed it on his phone. He's like, it says you have it in stock. He's like, do you have it? I was like, bro, I was like, listen, I'll go check for you. And I go look, and I was like, dude, there's no Jim the Anvil Nightheart figures. <laughs> Why would you There's be none because Scott just he, bought them all. Right? But he does not <laughs> care about, like, he doesn't care about the end of the world. He just cares about having his fucking, haha, yeah, baby, Jim the Anvil Nightheart figure. This, this guy apparently got hungry and forgot his manners. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Who requests the Jim the Anvil Nightheart figure in 2020? So, so here's the thing. Like, every year during WrestleMania season, Walmart gets, like, a display of action figures and this guy is all about whatever comes in and apparently 
what he needed for his collection was a Jim the fucking Anvil Night Art figure. Oh my god. <laughs> Crazy. But uh anyway, so um what else we got going on? So I have in at my Walmart, I had somebody that did call out the other day, said she had corona. And uh I was like, okay, if, if she literally had corona, like our store would be shut down. And she said she had it, but honestly, she said that her doctor told her that she only had to miss three days of work. If she only had to miss three days of work, she doesn't have uh, COVID-19, okay? What? So Testing was wasn't even available till it, last week, and it takes three to five days to get your results. Right. So she was just trying to get out of work for a couple days. So anyway, but um, so we're getting a lot of that. But as far as like me, like... Am I hand sanitizing my hands way more? Yes, I have like a hidden hand sanitizer in my office. Right. That like we share. You have a, you have a hidden managers. one. Yeah, yeah. I got but, a one out on my desk, and I feel like I should be hiding at work too. Listen, you can't leave it out in the open because every like that shit will get snagged. So um yeah, and I, I I'm wearing gloves more. Like that's the only differences at least for me. And um like we're ordering a lot of backup items. So like our toilet paper when it comes out, it sells instantly. So, like, we've been ordering, there's, so there's, like, a, the, the great thing about Walmart is there's something for everything. And, like, in our automotive department, we have a special, I guess, I, I guess the toilet tissue that's, like, RV, RV friendly. So, it's good for the plumbing in an RV. Yeah. Okay. So, like, we've ordered on that. So, we have a lot of that as backup because we can only order certain amounts of actual toilet paper. Right. So, like, we order things like that. Um you know, and we try to like, at, like sanitizer, like we can't like every everything that's a commodity right now. There's a block on the order, so like you can only get as much as you. If I would have had like, if I would have known this, fucking a month ago, dude, I would have ordered ten thousand bottles of sanitizer, and it would still be sold out. I know even Shoprite <laughs> tried to limit how much like Lysol cleaner you could buy. If we got to the register, we're checking out, and they would like flagged us for getting two more than like the limit. I was like, there's a limit. Like you have a sale for four. I'm trying to buy four. You're telling me I can only get two. And the guy was having a problem clearing it. And I ended up just stuffing the fucking things in a, in a cart anyways. <laughs> and just we'll pull it away. Well, he transferred our whole purchase to another register and just went and took care of it. I just walked out the door with my extra gimmicks, you know? So we, we have like official signs now as of today that says like one item per person on certain items and everything. Uh, we actually just changed our hours. Uh, it was we, we used to be open till midnight, then we changed it to eleven. As of today, we officially close at eight thirty PM. That's every Walmart in the country. Eight thirty PM. And we uh open at seven. My store used to open at six. Now it's seven. But if you are a senior citizen or a Walmart employee which I don't even fucking know. How, like, are we going to ID you at the door to make sure you're 60 years old or plus? Like, <laughs> I don't know I, how like, they're going to do it. But um, you can shop. You can shop an hour earlier, uh, and it's exclusive for you. That's what's going on right now. But are we going to ID these people? We'll see. I don't know. I all I know, exclusive right here, two people on podcast. We hired our own mystery shopper. All right. That's gonna that went out and did some shopping for us. Okay. And it gave us a rundown of, of her experience. We're gonna give her code name Chatty Kathy. Chatty Kathy, what's going on? Hey guys. So uh 
What's going on? Why, why don't you tell us your story from where we sent you uh, on this mystery shopper experience? Well, let me tell you about this experience. Uh, I didn't end up succeeding on my mission, so sorry about that. But uh, So I get to the toilet paper aisle, right? There's only a four-pack left. So I'm like, oh, this is great, sweet, you know? Like, But then I'm thinking, how much is this going to cost me? And then I'm like, fuck it. It's on your dime, right? So anyway, <laughs> oh. it popped in my cart. I turn around, and this Betty fucking white-looking lady is behind me. And she's clutching her purse, and she's just looking at me. And I'm like, all right, well, I mean, she's all, I, I can't take her out, you know? So <laughs> right, and it's dangerous. Her, like, right. I'm, so now I'm in a moral dilemma here because I'm like, well, she's going to hit me. I'm not going out this way. So, so I just toss it at her, and I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go to the meat aisle. But guess what? There's no fucking meat. No sausage. <laughs> no, not even a ground beef. How am I going to make a sauce now with no meat? I don't know. Model. That's devastating. Model. I tell you. Yeah. Devastating. Catty, so catty. Anyway, so... no, no meat, no TP right now. This is devastating. Yeah, right. Right. Devastating. So anyway, I'm trying to get some help, and this fucking robot thing rolls up on me with big eyes. I don't know. It's trying to get me. Oh, not Marty. Yeah, it, no, it Marty. Yeah, no. I don't know. Was it Stop I think Shop? it was Marty, but, you know, who knows? He's got coronavirus all over him. Everybody's touching on him. I don't know what's going on with him. So he starts following me. Somehow I end up next to the Corona. So I'm like, you know, fuck it. I can't beat him. I might as well join him, right? So uh, next thing you know, I'm being escorted out by security because apparently you can't drink in the meat aisle or in the middle <laughs> of the pandemic. Oh, no. I mean, no, I mean, I thought that that would be acceptable during a time like this. We sent you out to go mystery shopping and you get kicked out of the store? <laughs> I mean... It was right there next to me. What I was supposed to do? Drinking in the store in the meat aisle next to the Coronas the, with the well, robots. I couldn't make. I couldn't make a sauce, model, and I tell you. <laughs> oh my God, Chatty Kathy, we gotta find a new store for Chatty Kathy to shop at for next week because I don't know. I mean, one with no robots, maybe. Yeah, no robots and probably no booze, huh? That's probably for the best. <laughs> maybe the vape shop will be open. Oh God, no. Oh, We'll save that for next week. Thanks for calling in. All right, guys. See you later. <laughs> man, that's, that's 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 what it's like out there right now. It's that's crazy, what man. it's like. You know, <coughs> it's hard it's out wild. here for a pimp. It's hard out here for a pimp. It's hard out here. And then, of course, before we go, you know, dedicating the show to a friend I lost today, my man, the Dark Knight himself, Bruce. That's devastating. Past this morning. Sad day. Sad Shitty day. fucking day. Bruce was like my first cat. I love the fucking guy. And uh, everybody who knew him loved him. So, uh, you know, unfortunately, he passed this morning. And I just wanted to dedicate this show to him. I wish that he was still here. And it's going to be weird waking up tomorrow and he's not. But if I keep talking about it, I'm going to get real sad. So, uh, just big up to Bruce. Uh, thanks for everyone who left the kind words on my Facebook today. And, uh, you know, he's in a better place now. So next week, though, next week, To Be Blunt Podcast, we have expert conspiracy theorist Robert Roselli, who will be joining us live 6.15 to talk about his weird theories of what's going on. We have a special guest calling it a seven to give us our top five smoking devices that you need to own, which is going to be big. Frank Knox ain't doing a top five next week. She is. We got another top five. All right. We got another top five. Top five smoking devices. 
that you need to own. So make sure you don't miss it. It's going to be one hell of a show from Frank Knox in quarantine. The Scott Peasy. Hopefully next week we're not all in quarantine. Probably not. Because we're in big fucking trouble. I'll be the only one here with you guys on uh, camera. But at least you know what? It worked out, though. It worked yeah, out. Man. It the worked show. out good. We went in overtime. We had callers. We had video call-ins. We had everything going on. It was a hell of a show. It was a big mix of everything. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you follow us Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at To Be Blunt Podcast with the number two. To Be Blunt Podcast.com. Greg Knox, the Scott Peasy. We'll see you next week. Same weed time. Same weed channel.